0: This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This reading by Kara Schallenberg, www.k.org. The Devil's Dictionary by Ambrose Bierce. The letter G. GALLOWS, noun, a stage for the performance of miracle plays, in which the leading actor is translated to heaven. In this country the gallows is chiefly remarkable for the number of persons who escape it. Whether on the gallows high, or where blood flows the reddest, the noblest place for man to die, is where he died the deadest from an old play. GARGOYLE Noun A rain-spout projecting from the eaves of medieval buildings, commonly fashioned into a grotesque caricature of some personal enemy of the architect or owner of the building. This was especially the case in churches and ecclesiastical structures generally, In which the gargoyles presented a perfect rogue's gallery of local heretics and controversialists. Sometimes, when a new dean and chapter were installed, the old gargoyles were removed, and others substituted, having a closer relation to the private animosities of the new incumbents. GARTER. Noun. An elastic band intended to keep a woman from coming out of her stockings and desolating the country. GENEROUS, ADJECTIVE Originally this word meant noble by birth, and was rightly applied to a great multitude of persons. It now means noble by nature, and is taking a bit of a rest. GENEALOGY, noun. An account of one's descent from an ancestor who did not particularly care to trace his own. GENTEEL, ADJECTIVE Refined, after the fashion of a gent. Observe with care, my son, the distinction I reveal. A gentleman is gentle, and a gent genteel. Heed not the definitions your unabridged presents, for dictionary makers are generally gents. By G. J. Geographer. Noun. A chap who can tell you offhand the difference between the outside of the world and the inside. Habiam, geographer of wide renown, native of Abu Keber's ancient town, in passing thence along the river Zam, to the adjacent village of Xelam, bewildered by the multitude of roads, got lost, lived long on migratory toads, then from exposure miserably died, and grateful travellers bewailed their guide. By Henry Hawkhorn Geology Noun The science of the earth's crust, to which, doubtless, will be added that of its interior, whenever a man shall come up garrulous out of a well. The geological formations of the globe already noted are catalogued thus. The primary or lower one, consists of rocks, bones, or mired mules, gas pipes, miner's tools, antique statues minus the nose, Spanish doubloons, and ancestors. The secondary is largely made up of red worms and moles. The tertiary comprises railway tracks, patent pavements, grass, snakes, moldy boots, beer bottles, tomato cans, INTOXICATED CITIZENS, GARBAGE, ANARCHISTS, SNAP-DOGS, AND FOOLS. GHOST. noun. THE OUTWARD AND VISIBLE SIGN OF AN INWARD FEAR. HE SAW A GHOST. IT OCCUPIED, THAT DISMAL THING, THE PATH THAT HE WAS FOLLOWING. BEFORE HE'D TIME TO STOP AND FLY, AN EARTHQUAKE TRIFLED WITH THE EYE THAT SAW A GHOST, He fell as fall the early good, unmoved that awful vision stood. The stars that danced before his ken he wildly brushed away, and then he saw a post. By Jared MacFester Accounting for the uncommon behavior of ghosts, Heine mentions somebody's ingenious theory to the effect that they are as much afraid of us as we of them. Not quite, if I may judge from such tables of comparative speed as I am able to compile from memories of my own experience. There is one insuperable obstacle to a belief in ghosts. A ghost never comes naked. He appears either in a winding sheet or in his habit as he lived. To believe in him, then, is to believe that not only have the dead the power to make themselves visible after there is nothing left of them, but that the same power inheres in textile fabrics. Supposing the products of the loom to have this ability, what object would they have in exercising it? And why does not the apparition of a suit of clothes sometimes walk abroad without a ghost in it? These be riddles of significance. They reach away down and get a convulsive grip on the very tap root of this flourishing faith. Ghoul. Noun A demon addicted to the reprehensible habit of devouring the dead. The existence of ghouls has been disputed by that class of controversialists who are more concerned to deprive the world of comforting beliefs than to give it anything good in their place. In 1640, Father Secchi saw one in a cemetery near Florence, and frightened it away with the sign of the cross. He describes it as gifted with many heads, and an uncommon allowance of limbs, and he saw it in more than one place at a time. The good man was coming away from dinner at the time, and explains that if he had not been heavy with eating, he would have seized the demon at all hazards. Athelstan relates that a ghoul was caught by some sturdy peasants in a churchyard at Sudbury, and ducked in a horse-pond. HE APPEARS TO THINK THAT SO DISTINGUISHED A CRIMINAL SHOULD HAVE BEEN DUCKED IN A TANK OF ROSEWATER. THE WATER TURNED AT ONCE TO BLOOD, AND SO CONTINUES UNTO THIS DAY. THE POND HAS SINCE BEEN BLED WITH A DITCH. AS LATE AS THE BEGINNING OF THE 14TH CENTURY, A GHOUL WAS CORNERED IN THE CRYPT OF THE CATHEDRAL AT Amiens, AND THE WHOLE POPULATION SURROUNDED THE PLACE. Twenty armed men with a priest at their head, bearing a crucifix, entered and captured the ghoul, which, thinking to escape by the stratagem, had transformed itself to the semblance of a well-known citizen, but was nevertheless hanged, drawn, and quartered, in the midst of hideous popular orgies. The citizen whose shape the demon had assumed was so affected by the sinister occurrence, that he never again showed himself, in Amiens, and his fate remains a mystery. GLUTTON Noun A person who escapes the evils of moderation by committing dyspepsia. GNOME Noun In North European mythology, a dwarfish imp, inhabiting the interior parts of the earth, and having special custody of mineral treasures. Bjorsen who died in 1765, says gnomes were common enough in the southern parts of Sweden in his boyhood, and he frequently saw them scampering on the hills in the evening twilight. Ludwig Binkerhof saw three as recently as 1792 in the Black Forest, and Snedeker avers that in 1803 they drove a party of miners out of a Silesian mine. Basing our computations upon data supplied by these statements, we find that the gnomes were probably extinct as early as 1764. Gnostics. Noun. A sect of philosophers who tried to engineer a fusion between the early Christians and the Platonists. The former would not go into the caucus, and the combination failed— greatly to the chagrin of the fusion managers. New, noun, an animal of South Africa, which in its domesticated state resembles a horse, a buffalo, and a stag. In its wild condition it is something like a thunderbolt, an earthquake, and a cyclone. A hunter from Kew caught a distant view, "'of a peacefully meditative new.' "'And he said, I'll pursue, "'and my hands imbrew in its blood "'at a closer interview.' "'But that beast did ensue, "'and the hunter it threw o'er the top of a palm, "'that adjacent grew. "'And he said as he flew, "'It is well I withdrew, "'Ere, losing my temper, "'I wickedly slew, "'that really meritorious gnu.' By Jarn Leffer. Good. Adjective. Sensible, madam, to the worth of this present writer. Alive, sir, to the advantages of letting him alone. Goose. Noun. A bird that supplies quills for writing. These, by some occult process of nature, are penetrated and suffused with various degrees of the bird's intellectual energies and emotional character, so that when inked and drawn mechanically across paper by a person called an author, there results a very fair and accurate transcript of the fowl's thought and feeling. The difference in geese, as discovered by this ingenious method, is considerable. Many are found to have only trivial and insignificant powers— But some are seen to be very great geese, indeed. GORGON Noun The gorgon was a maiden bold, Who turned to stone the Greeks of old, That looked upon her awful brow. We dig them out of ruins now, And swear that workmanship so bad Proves all the ancient sculptors mad. GOUT Noun A Physician's Name for the Rheumatism of a Rich Patient Graces, Noun Three beautiful goddesses, Aglaia, Thalia, and Euphrosyne, who attended upon Venus, serving without salary. They were at no expense for board and clothing, for they ate nothing to speak of, and dressed according to the weather, wearing whatever breeze happened to be blowing. GRAMMAR. Noun. A system of pitfalls thoughtfully prepared for the feet of the self-made man, along the path by which he advances to distinction. GRAPE. Noun. Hail, noble fruit! By Homer sung, Anacreon and Chayam. Thy praise is ever on the tongue of better men than I am. The lyre in my hand has never swept. The song I cannot offer. My humbler service, pray accept. I'll help to kill the scoffer. The water drinkers and the cranks who load their skins with liquor, I'll gladly bear their belly tanks and tap them with my sticker. Fill up, fill up! For wisdom cools whene'er we let the wine rest. Here's death to prohibition's fools and every kind of vine pest. By Jamrach Grape Grapeshot. Noun. An argument which the future is preparing in answer to the demands of American socialism. Grave. Noun. A place in which the dead are laid to await the coming of the medical student. Beside the lonely grave I stood, with brambles t'was encumbered, the winds were moaning in the wood, unheard by him who slumbered. "'A rustic standing near,' I said, "'he cannot hear it blowing.' "'Course not,' said he, "'the feller's dead. He can't hear nout that's going.' "'Too true,' I said, "'alas, too true! No sound his sense can quicken.' "'Well, mister, what is that to you? The deadster ain't a kickin'? I knelt and prayed— O father, smile on him, and mercy show him. That countryman looked on the while, and said, Ye didn't know him. By Poveter Dunco Gravitation, noun, the tendency of all bodies to approach one another with a strength proportional to the quantity of matter they contain— the quantity of matter they contain being ascertained by the strength of their tendency to approach one another. This is a lovely and edifying illustration of how science, having made A the proof of B, makes B the proof of A. GREAT adjective. I'm great, the lion said. I reign, the monarch of the wood and plain. The elephant replied, "'I'm great, no quadruped can match my weight.' "'I'm great, no animal has half so long a neck,' said the giraffe. "'I'm great,' the kangaroo said. "'See my femoral muscularity.' The possum said, "'I'm great, behold, my tail is lithe and bald and cold.' An oyster fried was understood to say, "'I'm great because I'm good.' Each reckons greatness to consist in that in which he heads the list, and Virick thinks he tops his class because he is the greatest ass. By Arian Spurl Doak Guillotine Noun A machine which makes a Frenchman shrug his shoulders with good reason. In his great work on Divergent lines of racial evolution, the learned Professor Bray argues from the prevalence of this gesture, the shrug, among Frenchmen, that they are descended from turtles, and it is simply a survival of the habit of retracing the head inside the shell. It is with reluctance that I differ with so eminent an authority, but in my judgment, as more elaborately set forth and enforced in my work entitled, Hereditary Emotions The shrug is a poor foundation upon which to build so important a theory, for previously to the revolution the gesture was unknown. I have not a doubt that it is directly referable to the terror inspired by the guillotine during the period of that instrument's activity. Gunpowder Noun an agency employed by civilized nations for the settlement of disputes which might become troublesome, if left unadjusted. By most writers the invention of gunpowder is ascribed to the Chinese, but not upon very convincing evidence. Milton says it was invented by the devil to dispel angels with, and this opinion seems to derive some support from the scarcity of angels. Moreover, it has the hearty concurrence of the Honorable James Wilson, Secretary of Agriculture. Secretary Wilson became interested in gunpowder through an event that occurred on the Government Experimental Farm in the District of Columbia. One day, several years ago, a rogue imperfectly reverent of the Secretary's profound attainments and personal character, presented him with a sack of gunpowder, representing it as the seed of the flash-awful flabbergaster— a Patagonian cereal of great commercial value, admirably adapted to this climate. The good secretary was instructed to spill it along in a furrow, and afterward inhume it with soil. This he at once proceeded to do, and had made a continuous line of it all the way across a ten-acre field, when he was made to look backward by a shout from the generous donor, who at once dropped a lighted match into the furrow at the starting-point. Contact with the earth had somewhat dampened the powder, but the startled functionary saw himself pursued by a tall, moving pillar of fire and smoke, and fierce evolution. He stood for a moment paralyzed and speechless. Then he recollected an engagement, and, dropping all, absented himself thence with such surprising celerity, that to the eyes of spectators along the route selected, he appeared like a long, dim streak prolonging itself with inconceivable rapidity through seven villages and audibly refusing to be comforted great scott what is that cried a surveyor's chainman shading his eyes and gazing at the fading line of agriculturalist which bisected his visible horizon that said the surveyor carelessly glancing at the phenomenon and again centering his attention upon his instrument is the Meridian of Washington. End of letter G in the Devil's Dictionary. Read by Kara Schallenberg on February tenth, two thousand six, in Oceanside, California.